You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. I'm your host, Sierra Carter, and today we've got a quick episode, and it is a Q&A episode. So going forward, like you guys know, I'm you know, trying to really promote this podcast. Um, like it, it, It's getting bigger. Like As I've opened my business, I'm super excited about it, and I want to provide you guys with as much content and um, things you know that you can be successful in life. Um, and if you want additional coaching, of course, it's kind of where I plug it in. Um, I do work in um, applied behavior analysis. I work as an RBT right now, getting my license. I don't know. Maybe I'll have it before this episode comes out. I'm not really sure why I'm taking the test yet, um, but I am opening in a a behavior analysis company, which is very, it's, it's another subset. They, people get mad at me for saying therapy, but it's behavior therapy, right? Like where we work on habits, where we dive deeper into our thoughts and how they're driving our actions. And that's kind of what I'm doing. So I wouldn't call it coaching. Um, but it's not like mental health, like come to me if you have trauma therapy. So if you're kind of in between where you're like, I really do need help getting around like the anxiety and like these certain issues and they're affecting like the things that I'm doing, I got you. And if you know anybody that needs that, I also got you. So just kind of keeping that in mind going forward. I'm really bad at promoting my own self. So you can see how fast I talk because when I get anxious, I talk really fast. And there you go. So being open and honest with you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I seriously can't believe how much it grew when I didn't do anything. Um, like, wow, you guys, I only did so much for two years. And then suddenly it grows when I stopped. <laughs> That's just how it happens. I'm excited. Um, I want to go over um, three of the most common questions I get. Now, these are kind of questions that I've gotten in my inbox. Nothing very particular. If you do have particular questions from here on going forward, you can email them to me in my email in the uh, show notes below, or you can message me on Instagram. If you go anywhere else, I probably won't see it. I just won't. I can only check so many different places on messages every day while also working full-time jobs. I can't respond to everything, but I can do my email and I can do my Instagram text, uh, Instagram IM messages. So definitely shoot the questions there. So without further ado, let's get into the questions. Now, the first one that I get all the time, I made a reel for your guy for you guys, but if you missed the reel, I always get asked, what kind of hydration vest do I wear? You'll kind of notice in a lot of my videos, it's that blue vest that's always strapped on me. I will honestly tell you it's the best thing I've ever bought. I bought it with the intention of returning it because I just wanted to try it out. I bought it when it was $129. Unfortunately, that was like pre, uh, it was like during the pandemic that I got it um, and I was going to return it and I love it so much that I kept it and now they don't make it anymore. Go figure, right, everybody? And it suddenly jumped up to like $160 on Amazon. So what that vest is, and I'll put this in the show notes too, is the Nathan Vapor How Hydration Pack running vest with a 1.8 liter. A lot of you will ask me how many liters. 1.8 liter hydration bladder, um, and it's a woman's. So men, I'm sure there's plenty of them out there for you, but this one particularly is a woman's pack. Now, I know, like I said, it is discontinued. Like it's no longer being made. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, that's a really small leader um, thing for as much as you run. And I would agree, but I've never run out of water 
on a race. So 1.8 is not as like much as you think it is, but it's not as little as you think it is. I've never run out on a training run except like one day when it was extremely freaking hot in Florida and it was just a disaster all around. It really wasn't the bladder's fault. Um, so now that it's discontinued, I actually do recommend another one. And that other one is a Vapor Aris Light 4 liter. So it's four liters. It's going to hold a lot more water if that's something you're concerned about. It might be a little bit heavier. That's the only problem that I could see with that. But it's the Vapor Aris Light. It's still by Nathan. I really personally like Nathan's, um, the Nathan, the company. I just think that they've made some really good quality things. And as a runner, when you're really hard on things, I don't like a lot of other companies and trying out different things and things are going to break and disappoint me when I'm trying to train or in a race. Nathan has been very solid. So I would stick with their hydration packs going forward. I know some of you have um, Camelback. That's fine. I didn't even know they made running packs because I honestly fell in love with one from Nathan's and that's just how I've gone. So the other one is Nathan. Vapor Aris Light 4 liter women's hydration vest. I will also have that down in the show notes for you guys. Now, my second question that I get a lot is what, what's my recovery routine? Um, I'm going to go with off of what I did for my last marathon because it worked really well. Um, or at least I think it worked really well. The last marathon I did was the big Cottonwood Canyon one, and it was a brutal awakening on your body. Like it doesn't matter how hard you train down that race when you're flying down a mountain with a 5,400 foot drop, your body hurts and it's like hurts in weird places that you don't even know you use. And the first thing I did, like I did this one last year and had no recovery plan. So going into this, this year, I planned ahead of time. I did cryo three days leading up to it. So Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading up to this race. The race was Saturday. And on the day of the race, I went to cryotherapy three hours afterwards. And then I got a massage that night. Now, throughout the day, uh, during that time, I was massage gunning. I was stretching. I wasn't sitting for long periods of time. And if I sat, I kept my legs elevated. I also wore compression um, sleeves the entire day. I also have these recovery socks by Zensaw. I can drop down in the link to um, in the show notes that I also use on a very consistent basis. Now, that was after that race. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you know that race, I was up and walking just fine within three or four days. The fourth day, my cows were still a little bit sore, but within three or four days, I was totally fine. I did cryo one more time two days later, and I just kept stretched, like delicately stretching and massage gunning the days in between. And I kept working out, honestly. I kept kind of like doing my own thing. I kept doing like short walks, a little bit of weightlifting, very, very subtle things because what you also won't like realize during some of these races is how fatigued you are. Like walking to cars was fatiguing for me because it took so much energy out of my body because I had so much lactic acid. So just keep that in mind. Don't plan anything too crazy after these races, but don't stop moving either. I really believe that I recover quickly because I don't stop moving. Now, I also take a lot of supplements um, right now. Like I have a podcast coming out next week. I've been taking creatine after every workout. I take NAD and glutathione. Um, and then I also take like magnesium. I take vitamin C and D with plus K. I take selenium and um, oh God, there's one more and I can't think of what it is. Those combinate. I know I just listed off like a whole crap ton. Um, I have really realized getting 
into the supplements as I have and slowly adding them to see what they change, they make a world of difference and they make a world of difference in your energy levels and your recovery levels. If you can recover faster, you can do more. And that's kind of where my thought process goes and why I'm so extreme about recovery. Now I have a roller. I just haven't rolled out. I was just way too sore to roll out. But during like training, I do roll out on the roller. It's not as consistent. Yoga, I do try to do three or four times a week. Now when I say yoga, I mean like a 20 minute stretch session. Um, but it's kind of a, a vinyasa flow that I've created for myself. I definitely do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, even when it comes to protein, I don't religiously take protein drinks. I don't religiously take protein. I like LO protein, but I'm not religious with it. I just do it when I'm hungry. Um, so I wouldn't even throw that in there as recovery. So I hope that all helps. I did throw a lot at you. Basically, I'm huge into cryotherapy. I love the sauna. I love, um, red light therapy for recovery even. Um, and just, take care of yourself, like stretch massages are amazing. Do those types of things. That's definitely what I would say for recovery. Long story short. Um, finally, what do I eat prior to a race? So I, prior to a race, oh my gosh, I start on Wednesday. When you're eating for a race, you're not starting the day before. I want you to just keep that in mind if you're listening to this podcast. You're not starting the day before. You're starting at least the week before, being very careful about what you put in your body. I will never drink alcohol leading up to the um, race the week before. I usually try not to drink during the training, but definitely not leading up to the race that week. Um, I start eating lots of carbs, pancakes for breakfast starting Wednesday all through the week. I do a lot of um, potatoes and rice. Um, Potatoes are huge. I love fries. So fries are... (laughs) with like every meal leading up to the race. Now, I eat very heavily on Wednesday and Thursday, but I don't eat eat super heavily on Friday. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are the days I usually take off before the race. I don't do any shakeout runs. I don't do anything crazy. I just keep doing yoga and keep doing what I need to. Um, So I don't get rid of the energy that I need. Now, and if you've trained right if you, and you've eaten right, you don't need to do anything those three days. Like you're not going to lose your running within those three days. I promise you. I know it's really hard <laughs> to understand that. Um, I, I need that reminder sometimes. But I eat normally on Friday. And by normal is I just eat very simple foods that I know my body can handle. Because you don't want to do anything crazy Friday that's going to affect you on Saturday. And then, you know this goes for if your race is on Sunday, don't do anything crazy on Saturday. So you can go as crazy as you want to after the race, but just have a normal eating day on Friday. The biggest thing that I change on Fridays is I'm very conscientious of how much I drink. I drink a lot of water the day before because you don't want to drink right before the race because you're going to be peeing the whole race and that sucks and it could like screw up your um, bowel movements and your stomach altogether. Um, You just want to be very conscientious the day before to stay hydrated. I also throw in my element packets. I love my citrus element packets like to death. I drink a lot of those the day prior to the race and I drink a little bit before the race but not like technically a lot before the race because again I don't want to pee during the race um another big thing too right before the race I did eat a bagel this last time bagel sits well with me so I was fine eating the bagel I wanted to eat a little bit of something because I had to get up so much earlier um than usual to go running and I had a long like downtime usually if I'm just getting up out of bed I don't eat anything I just go for a run because I fueled enough the night before but if you have a long period to 
weight. I would definitely practice it on some long runs. I eat a bagel. I had some, um, you know, a little bit of an element packet, not too much. Did keep some water with me, but I stayed pretty neutral prior to the race. And that was like hours leading up to the race. So I hope that helps you guys. I am... Wishing you the best on this Q&A. If you guys have any questions of your own, please send them in. Again, you can email them to me with the link in the show notes, or you can, I mean, honestly, you could do anything. So, um, and just send them to my TikTok. I, to my TikTok, no, don't send them to TikTok, send them to Instagram. Um, so I will hopefully have an answer for you. And if not, I will go research an answer for the next Q and a on November 13th. Other than that, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and get out there and run your life before life runs you. Bye guys. Thank you.